Hallmarkies podcast. Merry Christmas to you all. We are in the throes of Christmas. This is very exciting. We have our one of our very rare four timers interviews been on the show four times. We have Paul Campbell. You know, there's only two other people who have been guests who have been on our show four times. So you're in a rare club. <laughs> well, well, well. You know, as they say in Vegas, fourth time to charm. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew, right? We've yes. all seen the commercials. I- I'm honored. What a... Um, yeah. The four-timer club. Now, do you know offhand who the other four-timers are? Are there five-timers? Should I be jealous or do I feel like really special here? Can you walk me through it? You and who, I'm not sure when we'll interview Nina before the holidays, but probably will. And then she will be our first (laughs) five-timer. So, so yeah. You're in luck. Nina, Nina is one of my favorite people in the world. And if, and if I had to be bested by anybody, I'm happy that it's Nina. Yeah. Uh, uh, there you go. Anybody else, I would be furious and I would probably uh, hang up the phone right now. <laughs> well, I mean, because Nina was our first interview we ever had and then you were our second. So it's kind of perfect in, in a way. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. And With Nina so, and I make great teams. Yes. And we love Nina. We praise her all the time on the podcast. We, we really do. She's such a wonderful uh, support to us and just a wonderful writer we do we we love her and then the other person is Catherine disher uh has been on our podcast four times and she uh she oh, cool. is uh on the good witch and was also i have a special place in my heart for her because she i love the old x-men the animated series uh it's such okay. a great show and she uh and you know and i love animation is my first love actually and i uh, i got to, getting to interview her uh she played uh jean gray on x-men the anime series so the first time that i interviewed her i was so nervous and i was so excited and uh and the fact that i could interview her four times is really cool and uh so people are probably like why are they talking for 15 20 minutes of her interviews about her voice work uh, is because that's sort of self-indulgent on my part. Because I'm just like, I Listen, love her. It's your, it's your podcast. You could yeah. talk about whatever you want. That's right. I now, is it, a, is it kind of a trip for you um, because you're such a fan of her voice work? Is it a trip for you to speak to her? Oh. And then, like, it, it, does she when she talks, does she alter her voice at all to do Jean Grey? Or is it basically just her regular speaking voice? She alters her voice, but you can still tell it's her. And... Uh, yeah, I, it's, it's very surreal for me to be talking to, to Jean Grey. And, you just laugh the whole time yeah, and sort of yeah. giggle all the time? <laughs> I really do. Yeah. It's, 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 I don't know, I just love, I love voice acting. I think it's an incredible art and yeah. incredible profession. And uh, it's just really, I, I'm basically like uh, Amber was when we first interviewed you. <laughs> She was so excited, and I'm not that I'm excited that. to everybody, but you know, yeah, the uh, somebody that I just loved as you know when I was growing up watching X Men the anime series was it was really cool, and I just she's great, and so anyway we we've gotten to talk to her four times and we do love Mayor Martha on the Good Witch that's her role and she's so funny and so great and so that has been a real thrill to get to talk but yeah anytime I get to interview a voice actor it's always very exciting for me uh, I feel like it kind of comes full circle uh, so you know when I got to interview Andrew Francis who does a lot of voice work uh, I got to interview Tara Strong for uh, which was okay. a big thing to me because she's incredible uh, voice at voice have actor. you spoken to Giles, Giles yes Hansen? yeah that was incredible yeah. Uh, he's so, got an incredible just a natural speaking yeah. voice but he's a really talented voice actor yeah. too he was he was yeah. great he was really funny as well so i i love every interview i do i i i feel very very blessed uh that i get to talk to all these cool people so yes four times for you and this time are you proud of me that i was on top of things and <laughs> <laughs> 
message, message received. Yes. Uh, well, I was very adamant the last time that I, I not be left. I, I felt <laughs> like I was sort of, you know, left to the last minute, maybe uh, of lesser priority and uh, hurt my pride a little bit. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I had to get on you. I'm, I'm glad that you, this time you were, you were up front. It was, it's not even Halloween yet and you were, you were right into it. So yeah. I appreciate that. Oh, well, you're welcome. <laughs> Yeah, we had we had been focused. We interviewed Nina before the last bridesmaid, and so that was her, her for her fourth fourth interview, and uh, and so, yeah. <laughs> and then, well, she's uh, like I said, happy to happy to be stepping aside for Nina, but anybody else, and there's gonna be trouble. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, are you so excited? Christmas is coming. Uh, it's already here in the world of Hallmark, but uh, yeah, do you have any fun things planned for the holidays? Or well, I mean, listen, I, you know, when when you uh, when you have a little one in the house, I'm not sure if you do, but when yeah. you have a little one in the house, you really it's hard to jump to Christmas when Halloween is still yeah. the big, big, big thing that's coming up, right? right. It's a lot of yeah. talk about what costumes, what's he going to wear, and he's three and a half now, so Aww. he's like the perfect age for Halloween. He's He's so excited about trick-or-treating and he's got really strong opinions about what he wants to dress up as. So it's our house right now is like consumed with Halloween. And I don't know if this is, is it early for Hallmark to be airing Christmas movies or is this the time of year they always start? Is it always before Halloween or is this one of the, is this the first year? Well, last year they had one before Halloween, but this year they have like, what's it two or three or yeah and then lifetime has is also joining the bandwagon having three and this is the first year they started the i think airing the holiday films uh so early like even right they're already going and it's we're recording this on the 25th they've been going for practically a week i think and so yeah it's it's just keeps, I mean, I guess it is the 10th anniversary of Countdown to Christmas. So what are you, you know, you've got to. I think this is precedent <laughs> setting. Candy. I think it's going to be sooner and sooner. The, like this year, they're doing 40 original Christmas films. Next year, it's going to be 42 or 45. Yeah. Uh, there, And I think it's going to be like January 25th. And they'll be like, <laughs> we're starting to air Christmas films for next year. They, um, but, you know, people love them and people people get excited about yeah. Christmas films, they they start airing them in July and people get it. People will watch them all year round because yeah. there's something so magical about these Christmas movies yeah. and people just get excited for them. I don't think anyone cares what the season really is. So yeah. it's, uh, I'm not surprised it's October and we're seeing Christmas films at all. Um, yeah, I, mean, I think it's, it's great. It's their bread and butter. There's no doubt about it. And yeah, and, yeah I mean, I enjoy watching them year round. I've always been, a a a year-round dabbler in in christmas christmas whatever it might be christmas because i uh i'll you know i'll make a cup of hot cocoa put a little peppermint on year-round oh, you're living the, <laughs> living the Shoot me wildlife now. is your tree up year-round are you a tree up year-rounder not a tree up i'm not that hardcore okay. i probably would if okay. i didn't get social there wasn't social backlash but right um, yeah but no i'm not i'm not that brave like some of our listeners i think my wife would do i think she'd have i think she'd go year-round tree up if uh if i wasn't saying hey maybe maybe we just stick (laughs) to like the six weeks that we have it up anyway what i was saying Um, is somebody needs to invent a uh a decor whether it's lighting and maybe other decor that you can just click a button and it like swaps it out you know what i'm saying like it it like a sign or something click and and it rolls on to the so that way say i'm because there's a movie there's a christmas movie on halloween and so if people come to the door i could click halloween and then i'm watching the christmas movie click (laughs) that that, that's you can why don't you just hand out candy canes on halloween yeah 
I've thought about yeah, candy canes <laughs> and hot cocoa. That'd be pretty funny. Yeah. Like little a little Christmas wrap gift. Yeah, just to uh, freak people out, really mess with them. Well, one year we had to do that growing up because we ran out of candy because we were a big house. <laughs> people came to our, you know, and so we had to go to CVS and they'd already started putting out the the uh, Christmas candy uh, on Halloween <laughs> night. And so we came back and we gave out all this Christmas candy. But yeah, I mean, it would really be kind of cute. <laughs> You'd put like a little card, <laughs> Hallmarkies podcast to Christmas, you know. <laughs> Merry hey. Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> and now I had this discussion the other day with a group of people. We were talking about our least favorite Halloween candies from when we were a kid and um, that we would get like when you go to door, door to door, yeah. what, what oh, were your yeah. least favorite candies people would hand out. And, and, and people were saying like, Oh, those little wrapped toffees. And some people said the, uh, the, the candy corns or whatever. And then someone was like, Oh, I didn't like coffee, crisp chocolate bars. I'm like, you people what? are nuts. First yeah, of all, I was going to say, I'm shocked. Toffee. You don't like chocolate bars. Get out of here. And, and then I was like, what about, what about the, uh, Ziploc bag full of homemade dry popcorn. Yeah. Did you get? Uh, we had we had someone that would like that's murder candy. <laughs> just here's a bag of here. Have you washed your hands? We just put a mitt full of popcorn yeah. in a bag and expect me to eat this? Like that's the worst. Or or those that people that are worst. trying to be all like health conscious or whatever and they give you like a bag of carrots you're like what is wrong with you <laughs> kiss my butt oh the dentist giving out toothbrush we yeah. get it you know what it's not like we do this every weekend yeah. here's a toothbrush like way to ruin the party <laughs> like, you know yeah i also, i i'm on team uh give them real candy i well i just yeah. wonder like do they never at, at no point how many kids sour faces do they have to see? Is there any one kid over the course of the night yeah. that's like, oh, wow, thank you. Every single kid goes, huh. Like, year yeah. after year, don't you get tired of these, like, dejected reactions yeah. at the crap that you're handing out? You know, <laughs> like, if you're it. handing out raisins, like, little boxes of raisins, I... I agree. Your fingers feel, get all sticky when you're eating I, those things. I it's, feel like... It's too you, much. You need to get visited by three spirits of Halloween to tell you how, how to live your life. Because, come on, I mean, there's nothing like the joy of kids and candy and Halloween. Come on, let your kids be kids. This is my opinion. Maybe it will be controversial. Put your comments in the comment section because it's just the happiest thing in the world. And I remember as a kid, we we would get a, I had a, a pillowcase and we would like, like fill it. Like we would fill spread yeah. the candy out on the floor and divide it up. Yeah. You absolutely had like the raisins and the, the stuff like that. We were like, mom, do you want this? Like, What, what is going Even on? Even mom's like, no, what am I going to do with that? <laughs> raisin? Right. Yeah. I mean, we would get Free so toothbrush. much. It's like, have you ever heard the uh, the Jerry Seinfeld thing about Halloween? <laughs> it's like, no. It's, like, it's really funny. He's like, do you remember when you first heard of the idea? Everyone that we know is giving out candy. <laughs> <laughs> I got to be a part of this. That's exactly it. <laughs> now, I'll say this. I'll say this. It's for for us. For me as a kid, it was like a one huge night. We ate so much candy. Yeah, and then. It was kind of up to our parents in the days that followed how much of that they let us consume. Like, I'm sure some kids, my parents definitely did not let me eat an entire pillowcase full of candy over the next month. They said, okay, you can, this is like your night to go crazy. Yeah. This is this crazy Same. thing we do. You know, we, you can eat as much as you want. You can feel sick. It's up to you. Be a kid. And then, you know, the next couple of days you can have a few pieces, but you're not eating uh, 17 pounds of candy. Yeah. I think that's where maybe, you know, we need to have a little bit of common sense, but for the people that try and take a dump on, on kids yeah. just having one night of crazy fun, like, isn't yeah. it, uh, I'm, pro I'm probably going to get killed for this, but, uh, I believe in the Amish culture, there's like a, there's a year, like when they're 18 or yeah. 19, where they get to go yeah. and have a year where they just like get everything out of their system. Yeah. They get a year. We're talking about one <laughs> night, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I do appreciate that I guess there's a thing now that 
uh, if uh, you have uh, allergy uh, that uh, if you have allergy friendly treats uh, like right. without peanuts and stuff like that then you put like a blue pumpkin i guess is the thing and stuff like that that's, oh, cool. that's cool yeah that's cool i totally agree yeah i totally <laughs> agree so it's not kids aren't not yeah. kids with allergies aren't excluded i think that's yeah. fantastic but it's it's just i love in the seinfeld thing he's like i would fill a punch bowl to the top the top would be curved i'd eat that whole thing <laughs> one night next day feel fantastic <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that's, that's pretty much it <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So, yes, I I agree with you on Halloween. We're on the same page with Halloween. Yeah. Uh, Oh, yeah, 100%. We're on the same page about everything here. (laughs) This year. why this works so well. I'm going as Where's Waldo, which I'm very excited. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Even got the glasses. Um, You should go as Here's Waldo. (laughs) I actually, it's funny you say that because I was thinking recently about a funny book to put out and uh it would be called here's waldo and it's just every page is just completely white except a <laughs> tiny waldo, waldo like doing a different thing on the page yeah it's just called here's waldo and uh it's That's a quick good. read yeah <laughs> <laughs> a real page turner there <laughs> yeah real page turner oh there's waldo and there's waldo and there's waldo and there's waldo yeah. good book yeah so i'm curious um, that's a funny outfit as far yeah. as the holidays in, in your fantasy if you could do anything would you rather are you a stay-at-home guy or are you a travel guy uh i i like actually both for different reasons i i'm i really enjoy the stay-at-home christmas day now especially with my son because um it's just such a special time for him it's so much fun he's so into it he gets so much joy out of it so to feel like I'm doing Christmas Day as a dad, you know, with my family in my home is a really, a really nice new feeling that I'm still enjoying. But I also, um, we've traveled so many times on Christmas Day, even at Christmas Eve. My wife's family lives, they're like an hour and a half flight away. So we end up bouncing around a lot at Christmas. And it is kind of fun getting around to see all the families and stuff like that. We've never done a tropical Christmas, which is something we talked about doing, like yeah. maybe going to Hawaii or something. And doing that, which, you know, I would really like to do that. But um, the idea of maybe spending Christmas Day, especially while my son is still young enough to really, really get excited about it. Yeah. Um, I would say for the next you know, five or six, seven years, at least, I would love to just do Christmases at home. And then, um, and then one year we'll go and just get nice tans somewhere. <laughs> He'll just want like an iTunes yeah. gift card or whatever. You know, he, he won't even care about yeah. stuff at some point. We won't be able to buy him anything he likes. He'll be like, <laughs> oh, this sucks. And uh, here's money. I'm like, just give me money, Dad. You're out of touch. It sounds like you're I'm already. I'm already anticipating that. Thing. You're preparing oh, yeah. for the teenage years. You, you got it. You're oh, Dad. <laughs> you don't know me at all. Yeah. Oh, this is the worst gift. Uh, you're such come a- on, son. I had one when I was yeah. your age. <laughs> yeah I, I think have you ever seen the burbs tom hanks yeah sure i think tom hanks in that movie is like my spirit animal because i am just i just want to have a <laughs> staycation i just want to relax i i mean i i think and it's very first world problems like wow wow i have you know travel problems but like i i, <laughs> I just i don't know unless i can go to the beach or to disneyland those are the only two places that like i sort of fantasize that i like travel that i really want to to do and yeah everything else i'm like mm, that's a lot of work that sounds tiring <laughs> just yeah i don't picture home. like christmas in bangkok where i'm like you know it'll be fun christmas in bank christmas yeah. in dubai i'm like i don't want to go you know christmas in belfast actually that might actually be pretty fun but I, I agree like a beachy thing or disneyland is actually a really interesting idea i'm sure they do an incredible job oh. decorating the park and making it Christmassy. I mean, of course, Disneyland is a whole nother thing when when you're going with a small child. Uh, it's like, wow, that sounds so exhausting. But I do. I love going to uh, going to Disneyland at Christmas, and I mean, any time of year. I love Disneyland. And 
and i also do also love new york at christmas it's so fun uh but i've never been yeah it's really really cool uh and but even even new york i don't know i'm just i'm just like an old lady at this point in my life i'm just like i just want to stay home I don't really Yeah, know. New York's a lot it's, of work. It's a lot of work. New York is work. <laughs> yeah, you know, I have to get dressed. Oh. Yeah. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. We are so delighted to be working with Glamour Jewelry Box, which is a really great thing, especially for this time of year when you're trying to finish off that ensemble that you have for the holiday parties, other things going on. You want that perfect accessory to go with your outfit. Uh, you get every month a necklace, a, ear, a set of earrings, and a bracelet. And they're, they try to be on trend, but not too weird. Kimmy, you got to see this jewelry. What did you think? I thought it was gorgeous. It was just the right touch of classy, but different. I especially loved the bracelet because it had this kind of twisted, interconnected quality. And so it... I can't, I can't wait to wear it. This is yeah. gonna, It's my first little bit of Hallmarkies merch that I'm getting as an official <laughs> podcast member. So I'm excited and it's going to be, oh, I can't wait. Yeah. It's going to be great. It's really cool. And you get uh, $5 off on your first month subscription. Go to GlamourJewelryBox.com and enter Hallmarkies at checkout and you can get your first box. Do I have to lift my arm up to hail a cab? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Nightmare. It's hard to hail a cab, actually. But now nobody has to because of Uber and stuff. But Oh, yeah, but, true. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I was going to say, if you had if you had to plan a perfect day, like in your mind would be just a perfect day, what would you do for Christmas? Perfect Christmas day? Yeah. Well, um, a perfect day would be my, my son dictates the time we wake up and he, yeah. he usually, he's anywhere from like six o'clock in the morning to six Oh four in the morning. He's got a pretty big window of times <laughs> that he wakes up. Yeah. Um, I would love to maybe have a, a sleep in until about seven in the morning and then sort of get up. He'll be super excited, get up, put on a big pot of coffee and uh, let him do all the lights on, like put on all the lights. He loves to turn on all the lights in the house. So put on the tree oh, and then yeah. he'll just want to like rip into some presents. And we never really go crazy. Our families give him so much anyway, but we always get like a handful of things yeah. that he's got on his list. So maybe, uh, you know, have coffee, let him rip through all of his gifts and play. He'll, he'll want to play some sort of like role playing game. He always wants me to be people. I'm just people like bystander. Just be dead. Dead. Yeah. You be people, and I'll be Ninja Turtle. Uh, and then I have to be people, and I and he has to like interact with me. It's just nonstop. So I'll be people. My wife and I will be people, and he'll be he'll play with his new toys for a while. And then um, I would love to make a big breakfast, like bacon and eggs, and you know. Um, the kiddo can do whatever. He'll probably still be, he'll be high on, he'll be eating pumpkin pie or something yeah. like that. He'll be high on sugar. So he'll be running around the house. <laughs> and then um, I don't just kind of chill. I feel like a perfect evening would be making a bit, having a big turkey dinner, like with all of our friends yeah. or, or going over to some friend's place. Um, we don't, yeah. we usually don't do a Christmas dinner with the families on Christmas day, but um, I would love to do a big, like, friend family dinner and have mm -hmm. all the kiddos running around and eat too much turkey and drink lots of wine and have some laughs and maybe play some board games or something like that 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 sounds pretty ideal to me yeah well kids are just the cutest when it comes to christmas my my my, my little brother when he was when he was little now he's 22 or some 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 crazy age but uh when he was little he <laughs> he of course would be really really excited for christmas but he really only wanted to open one present we should have only gotten him one present because he, okay. he was <laughs> because he would open one present and and then he would just want to play with that he would just want to and, <laughs> uh, and one time my mom had he kept wanting to play with my my sister who's uh, like four four years older than her or something like that anyway he kept wanting to play with her dolls and she would get kind of annoyed like stay away from my stuff you know how kids are and and sure and uh, so my mom thought it would be a good idea to make him a doll and because my mom makes these 
adorable dolls. They're so cute. Okay. And anyway, and so my mom worked on it, made this doll for him, and he'd already opened his first present and was just like playing with that. And we're like, Sam, open this, open this present. And he was like, ugh okay fine and so, wow yeah, so he opens the present and he's i don't he was about i think your your son's age or around he opens it he sees the doll and he literally like threw it across the room it was so funny we were like Sick. oh he ended up loving it but he was just he was very <laughs> he was very furious he's like leave me alone <laughs> it was so funny oh how many gifts do i have to yeah. open yeah. You people, really you're suffocating me <laughs> yeah. with your kindness and your love. Yeah, it was really funny. Oh, that's really funny. Yeah, kids are so, kids are hilarious like that. Like, what a unique thing that he's like, I've got my gifts. I don't want, don't waste yeah. my time with these other, don't lavish me. Just get me the one thing and yeah. I'll play with you. I mean, talk about a dream kid for a parent. <laughs> yeah. It's, Easy to and, and you're absolutely right about playing with kids. <laughs> because i would drive my siblings crazy sometimes because i have i have much obviously much younger siblings and so i i spent a lot of time sort of watching them or whatever and when they were little and <laughs> and you start to because yeah you're right they just want you to be like person holding stuff they don't want you to, to use any creativity as part of the play and you'll be like no they're directing yeah <laughs> it's like i would i would just to just to make them mad at me i would i i'd be like oh luke skywalker soaring through the air and then meets up with my little pony and whatever and they'd be like stop it oh you're ruining it <laughs> yeah, you're ruining it. <laughs> so funny um we do this uh my wife and i well we don't do it as much anymore but about a year ago my son was super into spider-man and he would make uh -huh. us play the the spider-man theme all the time and um i don't know if i've mentioned this before but i but uh so and we got so tired of listening to the the original spider-man theme yeah. uh that we would start singing it like in a jazzy sort of way and right. dancing around like doing some sort of jazzy dancing and it would just make him furious he was so <laughs> angry that we were like defiling his his precious yeah. spider-man song but we were like we listened to it a thousand times it was like spider-man spider-man does whatever a spider can and we danced through these silly dances and he's like oh stop it stop <laughs> just yeah. die laughing yeah. like a two-year-old just furious that his parents were such losers <laughs> that's yeah. so funny i love that yeah yep and my, my you know, little brother too little when, when he was older when he was like i don't know whatever age you're just starting to read like six seven something like that and he, he was not enjoying reading and my mom could not figure it out and and because she would read to him uh, like the hardy boys and the other sort of mysteries and he would be super excited right. and really enjoyed it and and finally he was like she's like why don't you like reading at school or some other things and she's like because those books are stupid <laughs> <laughs> yep. like yeah when you think Fair. about like those basic primers they really are pretty stupid <laughs> they're not yeah, good they stories really <laughs> and uh so yeah <laughs> i just love love that about kids <laughs> they're just like that's dumb why would i want to do that you're yeah. being yeah. leave me alone Jump. <laughs> yeah so I know. anyway <laughs> pretty funny well Kids are the best. i think we can yeah agree. they are there's no doubt about it yeah. so i and wanted to yeah. I, I wanted to ask you how do you feel about transferring the uh the god weeks mantle to a new a new team and i wanted to ask do you officially give your blessing to cindy busby and ben hollingsworth <laughs> I'm thrilled. Honestly, yeah. I mean, I knew we, we knew from the outset that the, the story we were telling was a one off. Yeah. And uh, Squire and Louise, who are the producers, yeah. um, Squire Russell, who obviously has been sort of curating this collection of stories for a long time, is that he and his wife are both so lovely. And um, and I and I knew they had other projects in the works and it was never in the cards for either myself or or Kimberly Sussman to carry on with the storytelling i don't think yeah. we knew kathy lee was going to be doing the whole series but yeah i'm so thrilled i'm so thrilled you know good things happen to the best people and uh for squire and louise i couldn't be happier that they 
seem to be on a roll with these Godwink movies. And Cindy and I worked together. Uh, we met in 2009 or 10 when we played, we worked on a movie with Steve Martin called the big year. Oh, and yeah. uh, we played a married couple. That was the first time that we met. And Cindy is just lovely. I couldn't, I don't know Ben, um, but I couldn't be happier for her. She's had such a great, run with hallmark in the last yeah. three years she's really started to do a lot of work for them and uh she's like the perfect hallmark leading lady yeah. so i think i think it's great i'm really excited to see what they've come up with i know all of those godwin stories are really sweet i love that they're based on real experiences so mm-hmm. you know it's, it's inter- when you're watching a story that you know probably has a happy ending it's sure. nice knowing that this actually happened to real people. This is like a, you're, you're, you're watching a true story. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm excited to see what yeah. they did with it. Um, I, I give it the Paul Campbell endorsement, hundred <laughs> percent okay. endorsement, That's two, good. three thumbs up. Yeah. Well, we also love Cindy. The only thing I'm a little bit mm, not sure about is I just, Kathy Lee playing somebody named Olga is, I just. She's named Olga? Yeah, in the oh, movie. Oh, forget it. No, cancel the movie. No, it's a, all bets are off. I, I, I retract my endorsement. I just not feeling that name for her. I'm struggling. I, I have no problem that with that name. That was probably the real name. That I has know. to be the woman with the real name, though. I mean, you know. It just doesn't Olga. seem Olga. Yeah, she doesn't look like an Olga, does she? Right? It's, I'm struggling with it. But I'm sure um, I'm sure her method Let's give her the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I guess they're being strict to the, uh, the name and, and uh, it'll be good, but that's the only part of it that I'm like, I don't know. I don't know yet if that'll be, work. Be kind of a bummer if they, if somebody was making a story about your life and they're like, Oh, so you, your name is Paul. Yeah. We don't like that <laughs> name. We're going to change it. It's not a good name. <laughs> um, how about uh, Marcus? There's nothing instead. wrong with the name. It's just Kathy Lee. It's, I'm just struggling with, with that for her, you know, it's just, is that her Olga, name? Yeah. But, you know, I guess that's what acting's all about. So we'll see, uh, we'll see how she does, but, uh, I, if I anybody can pull yeah. off an Olga, it's Kathy Lee. It's her. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, so one thing I was curious, so you've done four Christmas movies now with yeah. Godwink, Holiday Heart, Once Upon a Christmas uh, once, once upon, once a, upon holiday. a holiday, and uh, window wonder, and then you've done three non-Christmas: surprised by love, True. last bridesmaid, sunset, and romance. Right. So, yep. what do you think is the? What do you prefer? What are the pros and cons of both? If you had to pick, which would you pick? You hit me with the hard questions here, aren't you? I know this is tough. Um. I man, hard to have a preference. It's I have uh, I've said this uh, before. I have never had an experience in a Hallmark movie that I didn't love, and always for different reasons. The Christmas ones are just inherently special because it's Christmas. You're yeah. often filming in like August or September. <laughs> You're surrounded by snow and Christmas trees. You really do genuinely get swept up into the spirit because you're 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 thrust into this world for three weeks where you're living christmas um you're eating like they have like little christmas cookies and stuff that you're just eating you're just you are doing christmas in september and there's something so fun and so special about those and and always like the the themes of these christmas movies like in in holiday hearts you know we're we're looking after our best friend's daughter uh, the week before Christmas. And there's just something so sweet and so uh, so charming about those stories that it's hard not to just love every day filming them. But then you get to go into, when I do like the, the Last Bridesmaid, you have these beautiful like outdoor wedding menus because the June ones you're shooting in April or May. So the weather's beautiful, you're outside. Um, they just have a totally different feel to them. And I find with the, uh, like with Surprised by Love, Last Bridesmaid, the characters get, can be a little bit edgier. There's a little bit more comedy mm-hmm. in those movies. Yeah. They allow me to push a little bit further with those movies just because they're off season. And I love that. 
you know, that's, I'm, I'm always having to, to rein it in because my instinct is to mm-hmm. make it as funny as possible. And with the Christmas ones, because the stakes are often high, there's like a real sort of sentimental undertone. You can't go too far with it, but the, the uh, not Christmas movies, I get to push a little harder mm-hmm. and have a little bit more fun with them. So I don't know, I guess um, to not answer your question at all, I like all of them equally. Yeah. To a completely yeah. avoid answer. Yeah. All right. We'll allow it. We'll allow it. Sure. Okay. Thank you. Right. Uh, well, okay. So Holiday Hearts is your new film coming out. And why don't you, you mentioned a little bit of the plot there, but why don't you tell us a little bit about what the movie's about? Um, okay, so this the 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 movie. It's based on a book called *The Christmas Wish*, written by uh, Barbara Ancrum, and basically, uh, it's about these two estranged friends. They were very very close at one time and have have not really spoken to each other for about ten years. Uh, they're reunited the week before Christmas when uh, they find out that their very close friend has injured his knee and he's in the hospital uh, awaiting knee surgery. And he asks if they will look after his daughter for the week leading up to Christmas. Um, Her mother has passed away years before. So he's a single dad. He needs someone to look after his daughter. And um, the, the sort of caveat is that she has this list of all of these Christmas traditions that her mom started before she passed away for the family. And she looks forward to doing all of these things on her list every year with her dad. But now that he's in the hospital, he asks if these two friends will uh, help her tick off everything on her list and give her the best week leading up to Christmas possible. So they, you know, they bend over backwards to try and make everything happen, even though uh, particularly my character is not really a very Christmassy guy. And he doesn't have a lot of experience with, you know, making Christmas crafts and baking and decorating trees and putting up lights. So he's a little bit of a fish out of water. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, uh, it wouldn't be Hallmark without a, a bit of a romance rekindled. Yeah. And uh, and these two in playing house for a week sort of rediscover each other and the uh, romance that was once there. Yeah. OK, so you and Ashley's character had... Had, were like high school sweethearts or something like that or had a pre-existing no they were very good friends they okay. were very good friends uh and then it it may have sort of um developed the feelings may may or may not have developed into something more but they never really acted on them and then uh and then my character who was a doctor went off to do his uh, residency in a different state and uh and then he was gone for a long time he's now returned to the small town Creek, where they um, where they all grew up, and he's working at the hospital there. So he's been back in town for a year, and they haven't run into each other yet. They've kind of they've kind of managed to avoid each other because they they left on a bit of an awkward on sort of awkward terms, uh, and then they do run into each other, and off we go. <laughs> that sounds good. That sounds really sweet. Yeah, it is. It's really good. Yeah. Oh, that sounds, I like the, the, the daughter making the, having the list. Uh, Cause then it's not just sort of random stuff. Like it's stuff that's purposeful as like a, as far as the plot. Uh, yeah. It's like, you're yeah. literally just packing, checking off. Uh, you've got, she's got this whole checklist. She's got, she's got all these drawings that she's yeah. done. Each drawing represents something else that she wants to do. And, and uh, it's pretty fun to play like the fish out of water. This guy mm-hmm. that's, just an, an incredibly capable human being in general he's a doctor he's a successful doctor yeah. uh but then he's when he's thrust into this situation he's basically hopeless and and uh essentially begs ashley's character to stay and help out because he has no idea what he's doing and he doesn't want to blow yeah. it for this little girl well i mean i can relate to that because despite my general christmas my love for christmas all things christmas i am the worst when it comes to any kind of craft of any kind i okay like, whatever you, like maybe i can i can make like a solid snowflake but if you push me further than that it's not pretty i i i just don't have a patient personality and so like any kind of intricate anything with when you're dealing with popsicle sticks or any kind of making things i struggle i'm not good at that kind of stuff at all you're telling me not to expect my needlepoint wall mural from you this year (laughs) 
Great. <laughs> yeah, we have other people on the podcast who can maybe fill that void. <laughs> That's why I have co-hosts. Because okay. it's not. You'll have to connect us. <laughs> yeah, my, I mean, thankfully, like I said, my mom is amazing at all that kind of stuff like she like i said she was making she made these dolls that are so cute she would make all of our uh all of our uh like easter dresses and christmas dresses and uh, my sister i have a sister that's just two years younger than me and so we would often have like matching dresses and uh, that she would make and uh, she also would make all the costumes for uh for a bunch of my sister's plays and uh she's she's so talented she's actually it's been really cool now that her kids are all out of the house uh finally <laughs> she had a to it took forever <laughs> to get all out of the house but she uh she has started uh becoming an incredible artist and she like oh wow four days a week she goes down she drives like I don't know, a good 40 minutes or so to this art studio where she's, where she, she's not really taking classes, but she's, uh, there's like artist supervision, whatever, to help you with your work, uh, there. And she, she's really taken it seriously and done some incredible stuff. I'm so impressed with her, but yeah, she's, I love that. I love to hear that. Yeah. To talk about our second sponsor of this episode of the podcast they are the good folks over at skylight frame and it's a really cool thing that they do you we've seen lots of digital frames before but this is a unique one where you can uh, actually have people email you photos directly to the frame so you could be sitting there uh watching your 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 pictures go by and boom surprise picture from somebody in your family which i think is such a fun new idea and you don't even need any kind of USB port or anything like that to add photos. It's it's uh, can be done all digitally from your phone, from from the other, from your computer, all that stuff, which is really cool. And you think of how many pictures that we take on our you know Instagram and uh, everything, and those can just be uploaded immediately to the frame. I think it looks really nice. A 10 inch touch screen. It has a black frame, white mat. It just will go with anything in your house and it'd just be really novel and sweet. So if you're looking for a great gift for somebody in your family, this is something that they, I think will really enjoy. And right now you can get $10 off uh, your purchase of a skylight frame. You go to skylightframe.com, enter code Hallmark. And uh, so $10 off, that's Skylight Frames, S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E.com and enter code Hallmark, not Hallmarkies. She's great at so many things like that. Any kind of, she's a great cook. She's great at any kind of like thing that requires patience. I am not <laughs> good at, like she's a great knitter. What are you great at? I'm I want to hear what you're great podcasting. at. I want you to talk yourself up a little bit. You're, you're good at what? I'm great at podcast. Well, I think I'm good at, pretty good at podcasting, I think. Yeah, I would agree. Um, I think uh, so. <laughs> but I, I think I'm a pretty good writer. I, I, I'm a, uh, I'm a, I think I, whether, whatever the topic, you give me something to write about. I think I'm pretty good. I think we're pretty and you good can writer. write it. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, a pretty handy <laughs> skill to have. <laughs> that's, that's my, and I actually am a pretty decent cook. I just, I'm not the best baker, but I, I, I'm a pretty good cook. Uh, but I don't know anything like trying to knit or it's not for me. <laughs> I'm not good at it. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a big knitter either. You might be surprised to, find, uh, <laughs> to hear that. I'm not huge with the needles. <laughs> but a lot of actors, I'm pretty I've crafty. Heard, though, they knit a lot, like in between scenes and stuff. I heard it's like a thing. A lot of actors will knit. Um, I write. I'm a writer as well. So I'm always writing between scenes. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. love to write. And, you know, I. what else do I, am I pretty good at? Um, I, you know, I love to read. I love to write. I love to, I'm a good swimmer. Are you? Uh, yes. I wish I was a good swimmer. Uh, yeah, I um, I love open water swimming, and I've actually just just this summer, uh, in August, I finished my thirteenth open water swim race. Uh, that holy smoke! Yeah, good for I've you. Done, I've done the Great Salt Lake four times, which is 
really hard. <laughs> and, uh, What's the distance? What are we talking about? Uh, I the longest I've done is a five k, which oh my gosh, is really hard. I haven't done five k in Salt, Great Salt Lake. But the the I've just done a mile in Great Salt Lake. But yeah, Great Salt Lake. I know people think oh you float, so it's super easy. No, it's not because it just that salt. It's just it's five times saltier than the ocean. And it just oh my. drains you so fast. And your whole body feels like it's on fire. And it's crazy. Have you tried not drinking it while you swim? <laughs> Is that a, maybe a thing that you should consider? Uh, but by the end, you by the end of the race, your tongue is kind of numb. And you that can't really, really feel fun. it. And even if you sounds like a great time. It's really hard. I, I haven't done it for a couple of years because I always come up to it and I'm like, do I want to go through that again? I've done it four times. I've shown I can do it. I don't. <laughs> it sounds to me like if somebody came up to me and was like, hey, we're doing this contest where we, uh, we stick a fork in our eyes. Do you want to come do that? I'm like, you but, know, I think I don't. But how, not, how would I don't do that? I'm telling you, though, when you finish and you get that medal, it feels so good because what you just did was really hard and and it is a an adrenaline rush you know that you just you just like conquered nature it feels really good but ooh, it's, i've done it I'm four impressed. times i'm gonna be honest uh, i'm impressed here but the the uh, the that's the great salt lake is we call it it's satan in water form but everything else is really fun and just a delight and it feels i know i just love being out in the water and i love to swim and uh so yeah i'd love to do an open water swim in the ocean someday but never you know living in utah it's a little hard but uh, believe yeah. i believe it'll happen to you. maybe <laughs> maybe you'll do a christmas in hawaii you'll get your beach christmas and then you'll just go for a little swim you'll go from like oahu over to Maui or something like that, or Kauai to the Big Island. I, I think this is going to happen <laughs> I think we for you. Start the GoFundMe right now. Um, I, I think yeah. I that that would be my dream. I uh, I love Hawaii so much, uh, but anyway, <laughs> yeah. So I but I can see why you'd want some some help. Your character would want some help if the this is very craft based <laughs> kind of. Oh yeah, There's I forgot that. On the list. <laughs> oh yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, right, right, right. Is um, it's the other thing. I'm not good at making candy because candy is very precise, and you got to get it just to the right temperature, or it's disaster. And I never seem to be able to be able to make candy. It. Those I'm going to let you things. off here a little bit and say I don't think many people are good at making candy. I don't think that's like <laughs> a thing that most people are like. Really, you don't know how to make candy? Like, yeah. I, I, it never even occurred to me that people make candy. <laughs> I'm just like, you just get it from the store. It's like it, it comes from a factory in China, and yeah. you you get it in the store, right? Yeah. I don't know how. Candy I is mean, made. who? Uh, I've tried, uh, but I, I can make a decent fudge, but that's that's as far as it goes. Of course, my mom is excellent in making candy. I, she's just great at. My mom is amazing. She had six kids, and she. I don't know. It, she's just maybe you should get wonderful. your mom on this podcast. The next time I come on for I lucky know. number five, get your mom on and we can talk <laughs> to her. I think that's our next and your sister too. She sounds incredible. Let's a get deal. the whole fam jam on here <laughs> and have a big round table. My brother has been the one that threw the doll. He's been on the podcast a couple times. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's a old, old he's, one gift. Yeah. One gift. <laughs> he's, he's, uh, he's, 22 i think now so uh so yeah he's <laughs> think. Right now but i don't know but anyway oh, you guys yeah. are pretty tight obviously i don't know i think and he's my, like 22 or something my dad, my dad uh, has been on the podcast once and he helped us cover the mysteries uh shows last which was like a miracle because my parents don't watch any television like except for sports my dad will occasionally yeah. watch a sports thing uh or something for church uh, other than that, like the fact that I got him to watch three movies, TV movies is like, wow, that was amazing. Cause my parents are not That's movie incredible. people and they're not, uh, they're not television people. 
like really at all and the only the only show that my dad was ever kind of really into at least in my lifetime was uh he loves he loves sherlock holmes and okay. uh, and so particularly the, the old pbs um with jeremy brett um sherlock holmes uh show uh, that they did over at uh be on bbc it's really quite good the adventures of, of sherlock holmes oh yes 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 right he was really into that and i remember recording it on the vhs tapes and then watching it and watching all the episodes and but yeah my my parents just are not it's so funny they they just kind of look sort of baffled <laughs> especially at me with the podcast and then but also uh you know all of us kids are really into movies and really into uh all of that kind of thing and they're just like okay <laughs> yeah they're like sure you whatever whatever floats your boat good luck guys right but anyway so yeah so was this movie was it shot in vancouver uh, it was shot around vancouver we did two days in stanley park which is something i've never done before stanley park is like uh one of the most beautiful parks in the country it's it's, it's oh. essentially vancouver's central park and it's uh-huh. gorgeous we had a big pavilion there that we shot this big uh beautiful like ballroom party scene in and then um and then the rest of the film was shot in the sort of outlying areas of Vancouver because it's got to have a small town feel to it. But yeah, it's all, there's so many really cute, charming locations in and around Vancouver. They always manage to pull these incredible locations yeah. out for these movies and, and they do such a good job with the visual effects because, you know, it's September, there's no snow here, but they manage to make it look like a winter wonderland every time somehow. I don't know. It's It's such a, it's such a remarkable thing that they do. And uh, yeah, I, I haven't actually seen, usually I've done all the sound mixing um, by the time I talk to you, because usually you're calling me so late <laughs> to talk about these movies. But um, you got me early this time, so yeah. I haven't actually seen anything aside from the little clip they played on the preview uh-huh. show. I saw that, and uh, I think it's going to be really cute the the young actress playing the little girl that we look after she's uh-huh. got a big load to carry because she's yeah. in 70 percent of the movie with uh-huh. us you know it's it's sort of a trio and she's great she was in um she was in the jean benet like the jean benet oh. lifetime movie she played jean benet ramsey yeah she was jean benet and uh she's got a pretty good resume that uh-huh. she started to build and she's just like fearless and spontaneous and charming and cute i think people are really going to respond well to her and of course ashley is like phenomenal uh, yeah. she and i um she and i worked really well together she's super funny we did a lot of goofing around and you know she's also really natural she's just a very very natural actress mm-hmm. uh and i and we worked really well together i think yeah. i think um i think we put together a pretty nice little movie here I am really excited because I well, I love Ashley and and we've never gotten to talk with her on the podcast but but she just seems like such an effervescent lovely human so <laughs> it's good yeah, to hear she's, that that's she's so genuine yeah it were you no know, it is she's like she's just very genuine she's got a really positive vibe she's uh-huh. um, good energy I'm a I'm a I'm a big energy person she's got yeah. really good energy to be around yeah. That's great. That's really good. Well, we're looking forward to it. And they always do a good job picking uh, child actors in Hallmark. Uh, it's one of the strengths. They always do such a good job. So I'm excited to see that. And uh, so uh, it, it'll, I think, be a really cute little movie. So we like to end our interviews with some fun questions. And we have a Christmas edition for you. You haven't done Oh, my. I know. Okay. All right. Okay, so first question. What is your favorite holiday drink? The old fashioned. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean uh, it's not I, I'm not into the sweet holiday drinks. Uh-huh. I like uh but I don't have I don't drink old fashioned year round. I kinda of break them out in the fall. Oh, okay. The Christmas okay. has got a little bit of it's got a little bit of the orange. I like the Angostura mm-hmm. bitters. Um, I do it with rye and not with bourbon uh-huh. and, uh, and then just a little bit of the orange rind just to give it a slightly yeah, citrusy. Holidays. Yeah. 
twist. Cool. Um, Good. Yeah, that's it. I think okay. you were probably angling for like peppermint latte, but oh, it's you're an old fine. Any answers? <laughs> okay. Second is, what is your favorite holiday cookie or treat? Oh man, my favorite holiday. You, know, you guys don't have these in the U.S. and probably because people would lose their minds. There's something called a Nanaimo bar that we have in Canada. Have you ever heard of these? No. Okay. Well, uh, listen, it's impossible to do it justice, but my, my mom used to make these all the time. Basically, it's like a bottom layer of like coconut mixed with chocolate. It's like a crispy, almost like a graham crumb, but it's like chocolatey coconut bottom layer. And then the middle layer is like a, like a, like a custard. And then the top mm. is just all like a, a quarter inch thick of just chocolate on the top of like hardened chocolate. And then you cut it into squares. Oh. Um, it is extraordinary. I mean, you can only have one tiny square and then yeah. you've had enough because it's so sweet, but yeah, that's my favorite holiday treat for sure. That sounds yummy. Very good. Okay. So what is your favorite Christmas song or carol? Uh, my favorite Christmas song is Oh Holy Night. Oh, that—that's um, that's the hard, it, yeah, hardest it, Christmas song to sing. It's impossible, but when it's done <laughs> it's right, so pretty. Yeah, it is so. It just gives me chills. Like yeah. with those the, the high highs in that song, it just gives me chills. Yeah, I love to try and sing it, uh, and I love to fail at singing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> I always sort of get nervous when I hear, oh no, they're going to try to sing a holy night in one of these movies. Oh no. And then hopefully they pull it off, but it's, it goes a whole octave. It's a really hard song. And uh, the, I know it's like when someone does <laughs> aha's take on me at karaoke, you're like, you realize there's like a three octave range in there. You're never going to hit. It's just going to fall apart. Like in the first third of the second octave, it's just the whole thing just falls apart. And you don't realize you're like, Oh, I know that song. And then you try to sing and you're like, Oh no. It's a pretty diva choice. Let's be honest. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Okay. All right. Let Mariah Carey handle that. All right. What is your favorite Christmas movie to watch? My favorite Christmas movie to watch is still Christmas Vacation. Yeah. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I love it. Yeah. I was just thinking about that movie because my my grandmother actually just, both my grandmas actually passed away this year. Uh, But my, I know, but my, my, uh, my grandmother that passed away in June, uh, she loved to just get to laugh so hard that you were almost afraid she wasn't breathing like she would just and and she would just get she would tear up she would just she she could laugh better than anybody i've ever met and and in particular for national lampoons i was thinking about the other day that when that squirrel comes out of the tree my grandma would just oh i know And, and and then also we would always kind of make fun of her be, or just laugh with her at a because uh, she had a little bit of struggle sometimes hearing as, as people do it that whole scene when they're like grace you want you to say grace grace <laughs> grace <laughs> be like grandma grace <laughs> she would laugh uh, oh i know <laughs> There's so many good moments. Yeah. When she starts saying the Pledge of Allegiance and, and we would just die laughing. So that's a good job. <laughs> Pledge of Allegiance. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's a good one. Yeah. This is very good. Choice. Okay. So do you have a favorite holiday tradition that you do? It sounds like. Um, I mean, I, my favorite holiday tradition would probably be like the, um, reading the night before Christmas on Christmas oh. Eve. Yeah. And then, um, you know, we'll read it to, to our son. I, in fact, I don't think we read it last year because he was still, he was two yeah. and it was just not, I, this year he's ready for it. But as a kid, I loved that. And then so just cute. that we did the same thing for Christmas morning. Every morning we'd get up at around seven, we'd open a few gifts and then, uh, and then we'd have a nice big breakfast and just sort of enjoy the day as a family. I think that for me, just doing like a really yeah. sort of, quiet family thing 
during the day and having like a real Christmassy yeah. morning. That would be my, my favorite tradition. Very good. Uh, do you, uh, is your son scared of Santa? Is one of those kids? He sees Santa and he's like, ah! <laughs> um, I don't know. Last year, because I play Santa at uh-huh. the, at the Christmas parties that we always throw a Christmas party every year. And, uh-huh. and the last, three years or two years I've dressed up as Santa and come in and given gifts to all the kids and stuff like that. Um, and he was pretty cool with it last year. We'll see what happens this year. Cause <laughs> I don't know. We'll, we'll have to, he's, he's changed a little bit this year. Like he's a little more wary of things this year. So we'll see. There were a couple yeah. kids last year that were like, what the heck? <laughs> Freaked out. And then a couple kids came right up. And they're like, where's my gift, Santa? You know, it's so funny That's how funny. kids are yeah. are different. But, yeah, I'm curious to see how he is this year. I'm going to say he'll be a little – he'll be uncertain. I don't think he's going to go either way. He'll be, uh-huh. a, like, un, he'll be cautiously optimistic. <laughs> That's cute. Okay, who would you pick, Scrooge or the Grinch? Ah, uh, geez. Uh, just in general, I would say – I would say Scrooge. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I'm just going with my gut. My <laughs> yeah, gut just said, say Scrooge. So I was like, all right, I'll say Scrooge. All right, good. Okay, clear lights or colored? Clear. Okay. Uh, snowball fight or sn- building a snowman? Snowball fight. Okay. Uh, are you, would you consider yourself a good gift wrapper? Yes, impeccable. I think the, the uh, presentation is such a big part. It's so telling about how you actually think of that person that if it's worth putting the time in to present the thing that you got them nicely, then that speaks volumes about um, the way that you, do you regard that particular person? Mm-hmm. So yes, I, I always wrap impeccably. Mm. Yeah. I, I, I strive for good wrapping. <laughs> I Again, say you're I'm not gonna... super crafty. <laughs> no. Are you write a heck of a card though yeah no i do i i i'm adequate an adequate gift wrapper not the best but but uh hopefully people i think i'm a pretty good gift giver so by the time they actually open the gift they're like oh this they're is like awful. oh i expected so little given this horrible wrapping job <laughs> yeah that's right i thought okay. you hated me for a second but then i realized you actually don't and you can always buy a gift bag that's a that's a uh, uh, uh that is very helpful <laughs> yeah gift bags are fine if you're giving somebody like a lava lamp or something that's like a weird shape yeah. or like uh yeah i don't know some like yeah. uh like i said didgeridoo you know and you don't want to wrap it up you just put it in a gift bag do you give away a lot of didgeridoos because i didgeridoo <laughs> you know what i mean i mean that's uh top of the list for right. most people in my life <laughs> but that's one thing that's kind of a bummer about being single is that I and I don't really give that many gifts that I you know I guess you can say is is but there's something because I, I give like a few little things to my friends or uh, I'll have usually yeah. one one person in the family that will you know will draw names or whatever or I'll give a gift uh something to my parents but I really only get three or four presents uh, so that part of and usually they're on Amazon or whatever so that part right, of really Christmas special. isn't the same. It, just nothing's the same when you don't have kids. Kids are just Christmas right. is so much better when you have uh, when you have kids. It really is. Yeah, kids, and and I'm the same way. Like my wife and I, we would always do like a little Christmas thing. But until our son came yeah. along, it wasn't the the gift exchange and stuff was never like a huge part of our relationship. Yeah. Sort of. Right. Uh, yeah, that's not yeah, my love language. Businesses. Gifts. No, 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 no. <laughs> All right. Last question. What is your, do you have an ugly Christmas sweater and what is your ugliest? Oh man. I, I have <laughs> like, sweater? I have so many, I have so many ugly Christmas <laughs> sweaters. Um, the, probably the ugliest one that I have right now, well, my wife and I, I feel like we got sort of ahead of this whole thing because about 10 years ago, we got invited to a Christmas party and we thought it would be funny to go to Sears and buy these like lands and used to make these uh, women's like vests and had little snowmen. Like they were just the stuff that grandmas would wear. And we, and they had fur trimmed collars 
this is before people were making ugly Christmas sweaters and we both wore them to this event and nobody else was dressed in silly sweaters. And we wore these like ridiculous matching grandma sweaters. Um, I still have, we both still have those sweaters. So I think I would have to say those sweaters because they're like the OG ugly Christmas sweaters for mm-hmm. us. And then, you know, people have gone intentionally ugly with them, but yeah. those were fun to me because they were unintentionally ugly. I agree. When you can find the, uh, yeah, the non-intentionally ironic, ugly sweater. When you find the real deal, uh, that's always better preferred. Yeah, sure. like when when you wear it around and then somebody's grandma comes up and goes, oh, I love your sweater. You're like, <laughs> yes, I nailed it. <laughs> I picked the right one. You can have like your own. Yeah, your own like Bridget Jones's moment. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well this has been so much fun i really enjoyed talking with you this fourth time ready for a fifth it's gonna happen (laughs) i have another hour in me for the fifth you you tell you say the word and uh and then and maybe just give nina a break for a while so i can (laughs) you know well Um, this was so much fun i really enjoyed it so you're currently at least they're probably changing the schedule 500 times but currently is planned for november 21st holiday hearts that congratulations on finishing thank you film and we're all thank you to it very much so uh, thank you i'm excited for everyone to see it and and thank you again for having me um for the fourth time i i I always love talking to you and uh, i'll come back as long as you'll have me well thank you for that and uh and uh where can people follow you on social media and all that fun stuff you can find me on Twitter at the Paul Campbell and uh, on Instagram. I'm at Paul Campbell official. Great. All right. Well, <laughs> thanks again. And yeah, we will, we will talk to you again very soon when, it, when you're ready for your next movie, it'll be great. I love it. All right. Okay. Thank you so much. Have a great day. You too. Bye. I'd really like to thank Paul for coming on the podcast. This was so much fun to talk with him and uh, it was it's always fun to do these later interviews when we talk to people a bunch of times we can kind of go off topic a little more be a little more casual uh, and uh and let our personalities come out so i hope you enjoyed it and uh make sure you're following the podcast at homeworkies pod and homeworkies podcast all of our social media and if you're listening on itunes please leave us your ratings and reviews we really appreciate it and if you're listening on youtube please give us a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel we sure appreciate that as well you can follow me at rachel's reviews all of our social media on itunes youtube and on Ryan tomatoes so please take a look at that i would really appreciate all your support and uh, please consider becoming a patron of the channel we have so much fun talking about all these fun movies and uh, and any topic that you want to talk about we we have a great time together at the patreon facebook group uh which is five dollars a month to be a part of it's two dollars a month to be a uh, entry-level patron and you get to be a part of exclusive content and also our giveaways that we do so lots of fun stuff going on with the podcast. We're so busy with all these Christmas uh, Christmas movies. Uh, and uh, so Merry Christmas to you. And thanks again. And we will uh, talk to you all later. Bye. <laughs>